Hello, everyone, and welcome to Conversations with Victor Puente and Andrea Walker. That second Episode one sounded better. Two. Episode two. The dose. <laughs> Happening five minutes apart. Less <laughs> than five Don't minutes. Don't ruin the apart. magic. <laughs> yeah, if you we listen to last week. Out, right? uh, no, I'm not cutting anything out. Oh, no. No, I'm definitely cutting stuff out from That's last week. That's scary. Mainly just awkward pauses, because you all don't need to hear us thinking. I don't have awkward pauses. I don't I, 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 my life is an awkward pause. <laughs> so last week that was... That would be a great biography title. My life is an awkward <gasps> pause? Oh, yes. my goodness. Don't steal that. Trademark it. All right, I'll get on that. All right, do it. By the time you've listened to this, I've already trademarked that. Sorry. I'm just kidding. I haven't. I'm lazy. So uh, last week, I interviewed you. Mm-hmm. This week... It's your turn. The tables have turned. Yes. My quarter. Which is a little a little terrifying. My own oh, also, quarter last week, went I, against me. I asked you what podcast you were into. You talked about it. I never got to my podcast. Yes, I would love to hear about yours because I'm always looking for new ones. Well, a lot of mine are board gaming and Magic the Gathering related. I so those are probably less exciting. Also, pro wrestling. I listen to a lot of pro wrestling podcasts. You know, I'm not going to dog you for that. Stone Cold Steve Austin has an excellent podcast. <gasps> and it's not all just wrestling Related people. He'll have, a, he'll have MMA people on, comedians, different stuff like that. That's awesome. So that's really good. I, I was into wrestling when I was young. I, I think just... everyone was back when The Rock and Stone oh, Cold yeah. Steve Austin were in it. I mean, didn't that was like pop culture. <laughs> that was that just, wasn't... I remember whenever Stone Cold starts to shot, it was like you had Tommy Hilfiger and Stone Cold. Those were, I was like, those are the two most popular brands suddenly, you know, what? in high school. Like Wait, everybody, a brand? No, but just you think of just the amount of shirts you saw of stuff. True. It's like everybody had on. I was, actually, I was just going to pull up my podcast here and see what all... See what you got Let's on see there. See what interesting stuff I had that you might. Uh, so there's one called the Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project. It's a comedian and they do improv. Mm-hmm. And each episode is a supposedly a pilot for a podcast that won't exist. That's funny. That's that's it's it's funny. Oh, uh, there's I like a that. good one. One of my friends, um, his online handle is Benito Sereno. Uh, they have one called Apocrypha Pals, and it's two non-believers read the Bible but try not but aren't jerks about it. And so they go through the Bible uh, from like a historical perspective, and, and it's really interesting. I, I like it. I've learned a lot. See, from that. this is why I like hearing about these because there are so many things. There are so many podcasts now. I know. There's well, and, which is handy for us because we we're in the car a lot. Yeah. Drive a lot. And that's the one thing a lot of people may not realize about you. You know, after you're done in the morning show, mm-hmm. you're usually off to some story and. Yep. And it takes me 45 minutes to get home, uh, at least. One other one I like it has a local connection. It's called Cult Faves. It is uh, local author Gwenda Bond. Mm-hmm. You know she's she's uh, written a few different things, including um, novelization of I guess a Stranger Things prequel coming up. Ooh. Yeah, so she's she's a pretty big deal. And uh, her and another author have a a podcast all about cults. I've so, listened to some cult podcasts and they're yeah. interesting. So that that's interesting. They really so that's, are. I've got more. I'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll, we'll get more. Uh, podcast section. Comedian podcasts are always good. Those are big. Jay Moore's got a good that. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Big, Chris big D'Elia is one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Okay. I think I he's, he's not as well known. I tried I to get is. tickets. He's coming to the Singletary Center. So if you hear this, Chris D'Elia, hook, hook a girl up. <laughs> Doubt this is going to get to you, but I would love it. All right. Well, yeah. Somebody. <laughs> if tickets, this even makes the it on The tickets for his show were more expensive than our Backstreet Boys tickets. What? I'm dead serious. So yeah, we'll, we'll also have a weekly countdown to Backstreet Boys uh, uh, next September. <laughs> I'm, it is you know what's funny is uh, so some friends and I are planning a, a trip next year. Um, we have a board game cabin weekend. We're it's, gonna. It's as nerdy as it sounds. So while we were planning it, I told them, "Well, this weekend is out because I have Backstreet Boys tickets," and all of them responded, "Oh man, you're gonna your your wife really owes you for that one." And I, nope. I said, uh, "No, I'm I'm actually dragging her." <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was just gonna be me and you at first because you said Mandy didn't want to go. It, it, it almost was because I told her I was like, "Well, I mean, I'm going regardless." So right. Know. 
And I was too. When I heard irregardless, regardless. I don't know. I'm bad at English. We should ask Marvin Bartlett. Or Barbara. Or Barb. They they are resources in the newsroom. Gabriel, also another grammar police. Yeah. Yeah. They're He'll good, send out snarky emails, which I thoroughly enjoy, oh, I, I even love, though I'm usually the person he's attacking. I love snark. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. I'm like, I need to learn. It's fine. So we've got our Backstreet Boys countdown. Oh, I'm um, so excited. Who's your favorite podcast. Backstreet Boy? <sighs> when I was younger, it was I, Howie. Wait, wait, wait. Really? Yeah. You were my, I think you might be the first person I've ever heard say that. Really? Well, I mean, we got two local boys. I know, but I mean... That, maybe that was why I liked Howie because everybody else was He's all the about underdog. the love. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he didn't get enough love. You know. I thought you'd be an AJ guy. I, I like. I, I think AJ AJ might be my favorite now. Yeah, he's really good. This is this is uh, Victor talks about how macho he is. <laughs> <laughs> Board games and Backstreet Boys. Well, that's the other thing. So whenever it lists uh, in high school, you know, you'd put like your favorite music, and mine was like Roxette, Rob Zombie, and Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was the the, the that. mix. <laughs> that, that's a complete <laughs> sentence, like, a complete reaction. Like, okay, well there you go. <laughs> that's awesome. Everybody Shine. loves Garth Brooks. Yeah. I I don't know that I've ever met anyone who's like mm, not a Garth Brooks fan. Well, I think like, not a Garth guy. Hipsters sometimes hate on everything. Secretly, but I I don't secretly have, they love him. I, I don't have a lot of uh, irony in my body. Like if I love something, I love it. I mean, I just it's not. I think that's good. Yeah. Life is more fun when you just embrace it. There you go. All right. Speaking of life, All right. let's talk about your life, Victor yes. Quinte. Let's get back to the I was the guinea pig, unfortunately, against my will. I felt like I was very easy on you. You were. You were mm-hmm. you were. I agree. So but let's let's dive into you. I feel like I might learn some things about you. You and I are good friends, but you know, like you say, we don't always do get you... time to, to really dig deep and talk mm-hmm. to each other. Because we have weird schedules that don't overlap as much as we'd like. That's going to be the interesting part is trying to find the time to do this. I think, I think we'll figure it out. To, yeah, we'll figure it out. I don't mind coming in. I really don't. If it's it's for a worthwhile project. I love podcasts. (laughs) I never thought I'd have one, but here we are. Well, we still technically don't. (laughs) True. (laughs) That's true. Okay, go ahead. Get started. Okay, so let's talk about, well, let's talk about where you're from, first of all. Powell County. Yes, Clay City. Clay City. I'm a Powell County pirate. A Powell County pirate. So who were you in high school? Like, how would you describe yourself? I was, well, I started off as a little bit of an outsider. So I, I was born in Germany because mm-hmm. my parents were in the army. Already. You seem surprised there. I'm learning. Yeah. So my dad's family is from Mexico slash Texas. Mm-hmm. My mom's family is from Eastern Kentucky. So. How did those two get together? In the army. In the army. Yeah, they met in the army. Mm-hmm. They came back. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about getting my timeline right. So when I was about 18 months old, I got a divorce, mm-hmm. as people do. Right, And happens. my mom moved back to Kentucky with me. And that was the last of my father in the really? picture. Yeah, yeah, just, just See, never. that's something we have in common. Well, that's, that, Mine I was, passed away young. I was thinking about, how old were you when? I was nine. Oh, wow. See, mm-hmm. and so that's the thing. We both grew up without fathers, but it's different Right, in totally different because, ways, yeah. yeah. You, you, know, you obviously had someone you lost, whereas for me, that was just the way it was. Like, yeah. It was just not... So, mom and I grew back, moved back to Clay City, lived with my grandma, um, Clay City Indian. Holla. <laughs> uh, they may have changed the mascot now, I'm not sure that's politically correct. Uh, so then, we actually, I went to middle school in Tennessee, because my mom, we moved, I think she just wanted to change. Mm-hmm. Growing up, she worked at the sewing factory in Powell, in Powell County, and so then we moved to Tennessee, went to middle school there. Then we came back to Powell County for my freshman year. So I was a little bit of an outsider because 
I'd obviously knew people so from people elementary. Grew up together. I knew people yeah. from elementary school, but those really formative middle school years, I didn't have. Mm-hmm. So, um, but um, you know, I came in, and I humor was a good way to make friends. You are funny. And so it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was ever a defense mechanism because I never really felt attacked. But I was also a half Mexican kid growing up in Eastern Kentucky, who didn't have a dad. So you know, there's yeah. a little bit of a. But I, you know, I never, like. I always felt loved. My yeah. mom was, I think she, everybody thinks they have the best mom in the world, and they're right. That's that's my. That is so true. One of my models. Like, everybody, yeah. yeah it's like, and they're you know, all right. And, you know, and if you think you don't have the best mom in the world, you, you may be right, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But whatever. Reception is reality reception, when it yeah. comes to parents. So yeah. that's one of those things that, you know, we grew up, uh, I, we, we were on the lower income scale, but I was never hungry. Me, too. I put, you know. That's why we have our shared love of goodwill. Yeah, that's the thing. And so, you know, I, I, I wore a lot of hand-me-downs, but mm. my clothes were always clean. Yeah. So that's, you know, grew up yeah. with a lot of love. But, yeah, in high school I was definitely uh, class – I was literally class clown. Um, I, so. I wasn't popular either. Yeah. I, I wasn't disliked at all. Like, I thankfully was not bullied, didn't have that. But I would never have called myself a cool kid. Yeah. I, I played football. Started so you my were definitely year. cooler than me. <laughs> well, it was weird because Friday nights was football, mm-hmm. and then Saturday was Dungeons & Dragons. So, you know, I... I feel like that's you. I towed this line of kind of like between trying to bounce between all worlds. So I, I yeah. never... And I remember there, there were, I think it was probably my freshman or sophomore year, there were like the outsider kids, the, mm-hmm. the, the cool kids who had the colored hair and they all wore vans. And I thought, yeah, that looks like the group I want to go hang out with. And I tried to go hang out with them. I was, I was like, hey, you guys, how's it going? And they all just looked at me like... Oh. And so it's, I'm it's just like picturing you in high school. With, hey guys. Well, my hair was down to my shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we need. So to... you know, it was like, hey guys, how's it going? And they just looked at me and it's like, well, I guess I'll go join the football team. There so, you go. Why not? So I literally was like, did well, you ever have the man bun? Um, no. Oh, I take that back. I did. Well, not a man bun, but I wore it in like a ponytail. Yeah. Because yeah. You were ahead of the curve. Oh boy, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, so, a trendsetter. So yeah, then I went from from high school. Oh, I told you I'd tell you. So when I was young, my mom put me in a pageant when That's I was right. in yeah, cause first you, or second grade. You had to inquire about my pageant history. Yes. Yours might be more successful than mine, was it? Oh, no. Mine was very unsuccessful. Mine I remember, wasn't totally successful either. Well, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't have money for like a new suit, so I think my mom mm-hmm. went more patriotic. And I remember I was wearing like a camouflage <gasps> outfit or something. <laughs> How is that patriotic? Because of the army. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, see, I was thinking hunting. No. I wasn't thinking like, it, No, it wasn't, it wasn't that camouflage. Yeah, it was like military gotcha. kind of camouflage. And uh, I did not win. So that was... <laughs> But I was uh, in, in, you know, like the fifth grade school play. Mm-hmm. I think I was in choir in middle school in Tennessee. Oh, I loved choir. So I did, you know, a little bit of everything. Yeah. But after graduating, uh, went to EKU. I actually spent a summer in Connecticut at the Coast Guard Academy. I almost went to go. That that was an option. You are a renaissance between, man. Between my junior and senior year, I spent a week at the Coast Guard Academy. They have this program where you can go and, and essentially – you spend a week there, and then more than likely, if you are in that program, you can then get into the academy. Uh, but the issue is I have a, a brother who's 13 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And when you go to any of those any of the service academies, it's four years of academy and then five years of service after that you have to perform. And then you can go on, at least at the time. I'm not sure if it's still the same. But, but that was essentially the deal. You get four years, of serv- four years of academy, and then you go into the Coast Guard for five years. And you don't get a lot of time home. And so at the time, my brother was four Mm, and, so you needed to help out. Well, and, yeah, and so so I I just didn't want to be gone for nine years and then come back and him 
yeah. you know, see him once a year. Can you imagine your life would be totally different if you had taken that path? I, I thought about that because, yeah, it was, uh, I, I was, I had signed up stuff. I mean, I was essentially ready to go. I was going to go study marine biology and, you know, then be a Coast Guard captain. That would have been really cool. It, it would have been interesting. Yeah, it, it would have been. But you but, still have an interesting career. I mean, that's the thing. It ended up all right. But uh, so I, instead, I got a, got a full ride EKU. So Look at you, smart well, pants. The, I, I tell people there's this this medium level where if you are both poor and smart, you can just get everything paid for. That is true. So that was that was nice. Being that's able, true. See, my so, brother went to Berea, yeah. so he had that same path. And so that was, you know, between, yeah, scholarships and, and keys money and stuff. I was able to get school essentially paid for, except for one semester when I got a D in history. Womp, I had to, womp. Had to t- it's like my C in love and, love and friendship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, so I went to EKU, and I remember I was, because um, I, I started off, that's the other thing, I started off as a police administration major. Victor! Well, I, my, I wanted to go into the Secret Service. And so that was going to be the original path was Coast Guard in the Secret Service. Burt Macklin? <laughs> exactly. I was so inspired. I was Any parts, be of, parts and rec people, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yes, best, best FBI agent ever. Uh, <laughs> so I went from Coast Guard to, or to EKU, so police administration, because I thought, well, I could go into state police, then to um, Secret Service. Mm-hmm. But instead, I switched from the more I saw police work, I realized it just it was hard. It's That's the other thing. That's, uh, you get a lot of respect for police work when you take those classes because you realize what all goes into it. So I went from police to – actually, I started off as English teaching when I – I take that back. It's a good thing you were going for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when I first signed up as English teaching, when I got there, I switched to police administration, then switched to journalism because I wrote for my high school paper, mm-hmm. the Pirate Press. I love it. Alliteration. Yes. Yeah, so we uh, switched to journalism. Part of the journalism classes were slash news slash TV. I like the TV stuff more. Mm-hmm. So then I switched to broadcasting. And here we are. There we are. That's awesome. Yeah. So I still remember when I, I uh, from from episode one, you may have remember us discussing the station that shall not be named. I was. <laughs> I was. You were a photographer. I was a photographer. I was working as a server at Red Lobster. I remember. Oh. I still remember. I was making a salad. We could do a back. whole podcast on serving. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, you, you learn a lot about the public when you're serving. Yes. So I. I remember I was making a salad, and I got a phone call, and it was the news director asking me if I wanted to come be a photographer. You're like, heck yeah. Yeah, so I did, and I went and had some uh, really great opportunities. I got to cover um, Obama's first inauguration. Nice. And that was pretty cool. Um, you know, trips for the NCAA, with some of the most, the most traveling I'd ever done in my life, just because, you know, growing up in Eastern Kentucky, we didn't really. I, I didn't either. A, a school trip to Washington, D.C., I think, was the furthest that I I didn't traveled. even go to that. Yeah. We had that night even go, like you said, I, we didn't have any money. Yeah, well, we, same we way. That's the thing. I mean, you know, it was, so I, uh, yeah, so that, that was cool. And then around 2008 or 2009, there were no one-man bands in the Lexington market. Phil Pendleton was in Southern Kentucky doing it for us. He was, I think, the first really in the area. So for people who don't know what that is, that may be an inside term. What yeah. is a one-man band? Also known as an MMJ uh, multimedia journalist. It is someone who is both a photographer and reporter. So essentially when I get out to a scene, I get out my camera, I shoot the video, then I interview people, then I write my stories. I step in front of the camera to shoot my uh, ins and outs. The, you know the you things you all. see on camera. Yeah, essentially you do it all, and so that's that's what we call it. That's why we call it a one-man band. And so there, so Phil Pendleton was really the only one doing that in eastern in central Kentucky, but he he was in southern Kentucky doing it, and they decided they wanted some here in Lexington. And so at the time, the station I worked at, I said I would be interested in doing this, but come from behind the camera. Yeah, that's, that was my thought. Switch around. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they, they appreciated it, but essentially told me they wanted somebody with more experience, which I can understand because at that point I had yeah. no on-camera ex- experience. Um, experience. We're experience. one of those businesses where it's like, it's hard you to have get in the, to have, in the yeah, door. they're like, yeah. you have to have this much experience. And you're like, but well, how do I, get that I, experience? I can't get any. Yeah. So at the same time, while I was working there as a photographer, my, uh, I'd worked with a lot of really good reporters who I'm, I'm still real good friends with. And one of them, uh, Sarah Lane, she had, she was helping me shoot standups. And so I was able to put together a reel of a reel is a videotape, basically an audition. Show them your stuff. Yeah, and so then one of my other friends, um, Tamara Evans, who worked here for a while, was here at the time. I gave her my tape. She got it to the news director. And so both stations essentially were hiring one-man bands at the same time, and they decided to give me a chance. Here, at here, WKYT. at WKYT. Nice. So I jumped ship. Thank goodness. I still remember. So that was the other thing. Whenever you leave the station there, they would always give you a cake, and everybody would come in to say goodbye. And so it's kind of awkward for me because they're like, here's Victor's cake. He's <laughs> like, going down the street. <laughs> I'll see you all around. <laughs> That's funny. So that was a, a little awkward, but, you know, I've still got friends who work there. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a small world. But, yeah, yeah. then I came here and things have gone pretty well. Yeah. I, I started anchoring I was about oh, to say, you moved. Ago. I mean, you have... You've really like started done from it the all. bottom. I now mean, that's, here. that's the thing. I've done it all, <laughs> and it really it was just uh, ambition. I, I feel like I should have been anchoring before then, but I just didn't take the, the initiative. initiative. Yeah, to do it. I'm I'm not quite as much of a self starter as you are. Like hearing you hearing you talk about how you said, "Look, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to bother them until they give me a chance." I'm like, man, that must be nice. That's I don't know <laughs> if that's really a good thing in general in life. <laughs> it works, in but this it worked business. here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, essentially, it got to the point I think where I realized, oh, I need to be doing this. Yeah. Because I, I just I enjoy it so much, and, and you're so, good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, uh, two years now I've been doing it. Me and Lauren Miner, she'll be coming back soon. By the time you're listening to this, ooh, the baby she boom. She may be back. <gasps> we next could have week. a baby boom podcast. Oh, all those babies on. Yes. Nothing like listening to a bunch of babies. Well, I was thinking go, ah! the moms more oh, than the okay, babies. That too. <laughs> I don't know if they're I don't know if they're ready for a podcast quite yet. So yeah, now I've been anchoring. Things are going well. Yeah. Yeah. How has it been? Was it surprising to you? Did anchoring come easily? Or what, what were you most surprised about? It was harder than I expected. Mm-hmm. The, the weird thing about it is once you get good at it, and I, I'm not saying I'm great, but I think I'm, I'm fine. You're good. Yeah. I'll I mean, say I, it for you. Okay, thanks. So once you get good at it, it's easy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just flows and it's, it's natural. But getting good at it is work. Oh, I was I terrible. Didn't, I did not, the first time I did uh, an anchor read, I went back and I watched it, and it looked like I was falling asleep while I was reading. <laughs> I said, oh, I, I have, because the guy who was recording at the work, he said, okay, um, good job. Well, that's done. I said, thanks. So I go back and I watch it, and I said, oh, that, that was not good. He should have he told me, dude, See, this I sucks. See, I had the opposite problem. I was always smiling. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. where I came from pageants, yeah. I, I was used to, like, just pasting it on, and it, you can't smile through most <laughs> stories we cover. This house fire, isn't it? Yeah, that's sounds yeah. so... So I had to work on my expression, like, being a little more serious. Up the energy. Because I was so used to being out on scene, and, you you know, I think that's one of the other weird things about being on camera in general is that I tell new people is it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel like you're over the top. But it won't look like that. Yeah. For it to look good on TV, you have to feel like you're doing too much. Yeah. I agree with that. Now, one thing you mentioned earlier that I didn't realize, you spent time living with your grandparents. My mom and I lived with my grandmother most of... Most of my life growing up, yeah. There were, there were stretches when we would move away on our own, mm-hmm. um, and then we would move back. And, you know, we, One of the reasons we moved back from Tennessee was because my grandfather passed away, mm-hmm. and so then we moved in with my grandma to kind yeah. of help take care of her. See, I lived with my grandparents my whole life, and I think that makes you a little bit different. 
<laughs> I agree. I, maybe this is explaining why we are the way we, we are. are. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're both kind of old souls in a way. Oh, no. I mean, you know, I would come in during the summer. My grandmother, you know, loved her to death. She'd, she'd say, okay, uh, it's 1 o'clock. Everybody stop. we got to watch my stories. <laughs> and so then we would watch yes. all my children and what life to live. And that was – so during the summer I would get hooked. And then I'd go back to school and be like, oh, I wonder what Haley's up to. Do you remember Passions? <laughs> oh, I loved Passions. I, I loved watched that Passions. in college. But I that's did the too. other because I'm about ten years older than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Passions for me was college. That's probably what high school for you. Yeah, I was school. watching it. I, I loved it. Yeah. Little With the Timmy. Witch, the, the random witch. In I, that I remember story. when Timmy died. I was so sad. Oh, little, that was heartbreaking. <laughs> he died in real life, and I thought, oh, that's, that was that's, really tough. Yeah. It was yeah. Sad. I think maybe that might be the the reason you love wrestling so much because it's so much like a soap opera it is a soap opera opera. it is that's that's the thing you know and and it was i don't it was something it was kind of superheroes come to life for me yeah and then as you get older who was your favorite well growing up i was a big hulk hogan guy yeah and then he uh did some stuff that (laughs) made him less popular I honestly don't know what that is, but we can talk about that off. <laughs> okay. uh, it's I, very easy to find if you okay, look. It's, yeah. it's, it's not well. They actually brought him back recently, so I guess they're rehabbing him. But and then um, Triple H was mm-hmm. big, and then currently uh, probably Finn Balor, Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura. I'll show you these Ooh. guys later. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. I could get. I could fall back into it really easy. You should. It's so easy. I know I could. Ten dollars a month. WWE Network. They're not even paying us for that. <laughs> Ten bucks a month. It's worth it. Like uh, I said, I'm trying to get Chris D'Elia tickets. You try to get you some wrestling <laughs> some tickets. Wrestling tickets. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ride this wave all the way. <laughs> it's gonna be good. So yeah, that was something. Yeah, growing up watching soap operas with my grandma. That's awesome. Uh, and then my mom was real big into science fiction and stuff. So I mm-hmm. think that's where a lot of that came from. I yeah. remember she, I, she had old Dungeons and Dragons books from when she played, and I remember finding them and being, ooh, what is this? Now I think when most people look at you, they don't look at you and say, oh, I bet he plays board games. Look at this big nerd. Right, yeah. but you are. Self-proclaimed. I I, I, that's no, not no, me. I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I have no. I, <laughs> I love that you're so into. I have, uh, you know, a board game collection. I've got giant shelves of it, and um, it started off, yeah, probably in middle school when I started playing Dungeons and Dragons, and then eventually that 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 is a big time commitment because you have to, you know, to play a game of that six or seven hours. So eventually switched over to board games because you yeah. just get together. And for me, it's not even when when I pick up these things. I mean, part of it is just the neat bits, but I also, I think I'm envisioning the time that I'm spending with people, or the fun that I'm having with people. Absolutely. And that you're connecting. We've played board, we played games together before. We had a great game of Code Names. Ooh. When you uh, I'm fun to play jump with the gun. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never but played it's very this memorable. game before. Oh, yeah. I agree. Anytime that you can hang out with people, who cares what you're doing? Yeah. And so that's I think why, that's part of what I like fan, about it. I'm not a big sports fan, but sporting events are fun. Yeah. Just because you're hanging out with your friends. I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I have no... Desire to watch a baseball game on TV, but if, but I'll be happy to go to a baseball game and hang out with friends and yeah. watch and you know. So that's I think that's for me a lot of it is, is just the time spent. Is with there people. a whole hidden world? I feel like that's one of those oh, things. Yes. Like I had the pageant world that people don't, don't realize know. how deep it goes. That's, I feel like you have that same world in in gaming. Uh, so I used to play competitive Magic the Gathering, and there that's a whole big thing. You'll travel you know four or five hours away on a weekend to go to a big tournament with twelve hundred people, and so that's. I, I don't do that as much. But, yeah, my wife and I went to Gen Con last year in Indianapolis. Is that how is, you two met? No. no that We met. I've, that's a whole other story. We'll get into that some other time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but we went to Gen Con, which is, I think this year had 100,000 people. Wow. It's, you know, in, just packs downtown Indianapolis. It's a four-day event. And so that was that was a good time. Although, on the, they have meetups during, and we, it was out at this big brewery. And I remember she was really tired. And so 
it's like, well, that was kind of a bummer. So then, but then we got back on Monday, and it turned out the ti- the reason she was tired is because she was pregnant. Ooh. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. I was like, oh, all right. Well, that's. I, I guess she has a pretty good excuse for being tired. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I love people. I I love people's uh, origin stories. We're gonna go uh. through your marriage origin story. So how did you and Mandy get together? Well, we met. I love your wife, by the way. Yeah, I do too. So do you love her too? That, that, that works, works out. out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people are fan of hers. She's, you know, it takes a special person to put up with me. That's and, uh, mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we met, uh, it was a, a week, weekend at Keeneland. She had been out, but we did not meet at Keeneland. I just know that she was at Keeneland beforehand. Mm-hmm. A friend and I were out at a bar, The Penguin. Ooh. And... Um, my friend Cyrus and I, we were out there, and she saw us and thought that we were together. Interesting. Yes. So <laughs> she he, comes up and starts talking very to us. close friends. Yeah, no, I mean, I've got, you know, i got a lot of friends. And so, yeah, she, she thought that my friend Cyrus and I were a couple and came up and started talking to us. So there was no pressure on her. Yeah, she that's could be it. So, cool. so she literally, was, at the time, and at the time, I had a girlfriend and she had a, a boyfriend. And actually, I'll take that back. I think at the time I was single. But... So, yeah, Cyrus and I were like, oh, this girl's just coming up hitting on us. Good for <laughs> go us. And so then uh, finally one of her other friends came over who I also knew and said, how do you know Victor? And she said, oh, I didn't. I was just talking to him. And she, once she realized what was up, she decided she would play wingman, and she spent the night trying to introduce me to other women. <laughs> so I love this. Yeah. Okay, where, when but, did the change happen? Yeah, obviously, but it turned out we had uh, similar friends, mm-hmm. and so we, we kept seeing each other at events. Yeah. And different things, and eventually her and the guy she was dating broke up, and I think even between then I dated somebody else. But you know, we just kept seeing each other, just kept. I think that makes fun. a difference being friends with someone yeah. first. And, and we just we just realized how much we enjoyed being around each other. Aww. And so then it you know we had a, a fun time talking to each other, and it just went from there. She's cool. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, you outkicked your coverage, I think. <laughs> Thanks. That's the goal, isn't it? I, I mean, think so. For, to be the I one in the relationship so. that everybody's looking at you going, you did pretty good, and you're like, yeah. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, and then we got we got married four years ago. Mm-hmm. So first there was the pug, right? Was that your first your Actually, first child? the first child, she had a dog, Ruby. Ruby. Who was, she was, a, at the time when we met, I think she was 13, 14. That just sounds like an old lab. name, doesn't it? Yeah. She was sweet. She was a sweet dog. So that was Aww. Ruby, the lab. And then we got a pug, Barnabas. And then, yeah, that was in between. And then Ruby passed away, and Barnabas passed away shortly after he had seizures. Oh, poor and baby. It was sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that happened, and then we liked Pugs. having a pug so much, we decided we'd get another one. So that's when we found Vader. Those are love them or hate them dogs, you know. They are, I know. And, and we he, both love them. Vader was a farm dog. When we found him, it was some people in Ohio who were just getting rid of him because Wait, they— did he work? No. <laughs> but he lived on it. When we when we pulled up to this house, he comes running up, and he was all wet because he'd been playing in a lake. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but it was He's this family a good old who, boy. They just had a kid, and the dad had got hurt in an accident or something, so they just couldn't handle couldn't the dog. Couldn't handle it. Yeah. So we brought him home, and now he is definitely a city dog, and he's He's spoiled rotten. And he is spoiled. But his life changed quite a bit about six, seven months yes, ago. Yes, let's get into that. I mean, yes. huge life change for you. You yes. got a baby. Veriset. Veriset. So I think a lot of people want to know about that name. The name is, so whenever we were doing our wedding invitations, my wife, she has an aunt, Aunt Sivvy. Mm-hmm. And so we're going through the names and she goes, who's Veriset? And it turned out that was her Aunt Sivvy's real name. Oh, wow. And she never knew. She never knew it because growing up, she just always referred to her as that. So we liked the name that much. And so then we changed a few letters around. But I yeah. love it. 
It's so beautiful. Then, I like I like unique names. We just call her. We call her Vera. But she's we're still trying to figure out if we're calling her Vera or Vera. <laughs> that, that was that? I. I had a mini panic attack when when your baby was born. Well, we're still doing it, so don't feel bad. I was like, I'm pretty sure he said Vera set, but then I think he also said Vera, and I was yeah. like, Am I? I'm getting one of them wrong. Well, that's the thing. Everybody keeps calling her Vera, so we're like, maybe we'll just go with that. Yeah, but, you know. she's young enough; she can adapt. She'll figure it out when she yeah, gets older. Yeah, she'll be so, fine. So yeah, she's uh, she's awesome. Now is she? I don't have kids, so I don't know when when those milestones hit. So is she starting to develop a personality yet? Like yes. when does that happen? Yes, she you know obviously recognizes us. She likes to bounce around a lot. She rolls a lot. Um, yeah, she's got a little bit of personality. She's cute. She's so cute, and she was born with so much hair. She was she came out with a full head. It started. She lost a little bit of it for a while, so she kind of looked like a fifty-year-old man with like no pattern baldness, <laughs> <laughs> especially when we watch it and slick it back. Aww. But yeah, uh, apparently I had a full head of hair too. My mom's really? Out, I was so. bald for years. They taped bows <laughs> to my head. We don't have to tape them, but uh, Mandy's mom came over one time and looked in the crib, and there was all this hair in there. And she goes, "Did did Vader get in here? Why?" Is it? She thought the dog had shed. Because Vader is a black pug. Yeah, but and it was just, Vera has dark hair. It's just Vera's hair. There's just hair everywhere. Yeah, our, our whole house is full. Hair <laughs> everywhere. You poor thing. But yeah, we like having the kid. It was a bit of an adjustment. Yeah. Um, turns out daycare is not cheap. No. <laughs> so, yeah, life changed a little bit. Life but, changes a lot. Uh, it's been very rewarding. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for you and your family. I think Thanks. that's awesome. It's I appreciate just that. Growing. Well, it was fun to be part of the baby boom here at the station because... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, everything So exploded. many babies. Yeah. So many babies. That was part of, you know, I'm, I was surrounded by pregnant women forever. You really were. Because Lauren Miner, your co-anchor on the yeah. weekends, was pregnant yeah. about the same time as your wife. Yeah, so she, a few months after... Uh, Vera came. Her boys came. Finn and Nash. So. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like an uncle? I do. A dad uncle? A little bit, yeah. All yeah. at the same A little time. bit of ownership. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of uncle. Oh, yeah. So Lauren good. has the twins, in case you all didn't hear about that. She got two at and once. And then she already had Landon, so. Yeah. Three babies. She's surrounded by men. I know. We got to get her in here soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear because she's uh, she's you know worked a few different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ask her how that. We're excited going. to talk to a bunch of people, get to know people. Yeah, I mean, there's people around. The, so many people who we kind of know. I don't want to say superficially, but you don't really know their story. Yeah. So it's gonna be exciting to hear them. And yeah. it's not because we don't want to. Yeah, we're we're just busy. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we're doing this. We want to get to know everybody better. Yeah. So hopefully you all have enjoyed this, getting to know Andrea and I, I a little loved bit it. better. Yeah. I I learned stuff about you I didn't know. See? Yeah. That's awesome. Vice versa. Yeah, you're very interesting. Thanks. A lot of layers. Like an onion. A lot of That's layers right. there. <laughs> like an onion. All right. Well, everybody, uh, you can find me online at the Victor Puente, or just One search e. Victor Puente. <laughs> I don't, why would you think it's two E's? <laughs> I don't know. Cause you like it's the. old English. The. I guess it's not the Victor Puente. That's true. I guess it would be the Victor Puente. But the sounds better. Yeah. I'm just trying. I want to make sure that you get your your following. Okay. Oh, I definitely need those followers. When this podcast Let me tell you. Takes off. When you all see the ridiculous stuff I post on Twitter, you'll definitely want to. Actually, wanna... you are a good follow. You're you know fine. I, I just when you follow people that you know, make you roll your eyes, it's like, well, even if it's just three seconds, it's like don't don't waste my time with something that's. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you. Yeah. You're worth it. I do what I can. You're worth it. Thank Peter. you. Ooh, baby, you're worth it. <laughs> oh, I don't know what the rules are on that. I think we're allowed to use three seconds of a song. <laughs> anyone even recognize that the way you just said yeah another way i butchered Whoa. that <laughs> so uh yeah Sing. 
tune in to hear more of us making fun of each other. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And like we said, we're excited to be on the same team. See, yeah. I think we felt like we were both nervous, I think, I to talk about ourselves. Andrea was so scared. She goes, oh, my goodness, I don't death. want to talk about myself. Yeah, I really was. I think people want to know about you. I know. I think, and, and I think that as we talk to other people, you're going to find out more about us as well. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you relate to people. Stuff and will come out. Yeah, just random, random topics will come to light. <laughs> Who knows what we'll talk about next. All right. Well, everybody, uh, tune in next week when we'll be talking to someone. We have ideas. We think dun, we know dun, who dun. Yeah, You all will see it. I guess by the time you uh, you know see it pop up in your podcast feed, you'll know who it is. You'll know. But I'm really excited to see all the different shows that we're going to be putting on this WKYT podcast feed. Yeah, we've already Alyssa got Ambers, a Ambers, I enjoyed that. She's talking to... She's going outside of the station, mm -hmm. and so we're focusing more inside the station. And yeah, we'll have and we may expand at some point, but yeah. for now, we're going to start with with our people mm -hmm. and kind of get to know our WKYT family a little more, huh? Yeah, so that'll yeah. be fun. Well, everybody, thank you all for listening, and have a good week. Bye.